You're listening to Arrowhead Radio. He doesn't love us because we're good. He loves us because he's good. You can't steer a boat that's not moving. We, need, we as Christians, we need to start opening our mouths. And it says that he who believes on the Son has life, and he that does not believe um, does not have life, and the wrath of God abides on him. Uh, to me, one of the greatest things God did to me was give me peace, give me a hope, give me a promise. And I thought, I have eternal life. I'm, wow. I'm bound for heaven, and it's, it's forever. I'm Mark Dana. And I'm Venus Cote. And this is Hope to the Nations. I have a, a person that we have invited to share. His name is Frank Ward from uh, Loon Lake, uh, Alberta. You said Loon River First Nation? Yeah, like it. After we got our land claim and treaty rights, yeah. then uh, it, they changed the community name to Loon River First Nation. Okay. And so, Loon Lake, Northern Yeah. Minnesota. Yeah. Is that that place where they had the super big uh, family camps that went on? Or is that another Loon Lake that I heard of? Or? Like uh, multiple family Like, yeah. Uh, multiple tent meeting family camps yeah 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 that's that's it yeah fred oh, yeah. evans used yeah fred evans used to come and speak on one of those one of those weeks okay yeah i uh, i love family camp that uh, i actually had the opportunity one time to have bill jackson come down to the east oh, okay and, yeah uh, we uh, put up an old army tent in the field that we what it was was uh Actually, it was an old camp uh, campground where they used to have RVs and stuff, hookups. And yeah, stuff. had just gone to pot and it just yeah overgrown. So we were there with our tents and and Bill uh, played his guitar and he shared and uh, the Mi'kmaq people from Burn Church, like it wasn't that far away. So they just the old people came and they they just sat there in their lawn chair, took it in. People came. Yeah. Left. That was the best that I've experienced of family camp. Yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah. We still have those up here in Northern Alberta. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I don't know what's going to happen this summer, but we ourselves, our fellowship, um, where we were planning to ha- hold a family camp. And, and it's in July. And I know two of the ones that... Uh, uh, there's Canaan Land Bible Camp, yeah. which is in Alberta. And there's mm-hmm. Twin Lakes Bible Camp. That's just north of uh, Lac La Biche. So how many people would you have there coming? Uh, um, and at Twin Lakes Bible Camp, there would be a, hmm, maybe 100 people. Okay, wow. And yeah, like Native people like to camp. They still like to be outdoors. And there's a lake right beside there. Mm-hmm. And um, <clears throat> and so people bring their trailers and their tents and, um, you know, five days we have, you know, meetings for children and also for the adults. And it's a good fellowship time. Yeah, I've heard about that. I even heard that in the past there was actually people born there 
during camp. <laughs> wow, yeah. <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs> well, that's the good part about family camp is that families are together and it's not like, you know, children's camp's a little more difficult because kids, you know, like all in the same cabin and all that. But for outside family groups, maybe yeah. a little more... Uh, place you can uh, social distance possibly. oh yeah for sure yeah <laughs> lots of space and uh, yeah so um, I guess one of the highlights the two of the highlights about that was the singing of course that's always wonderful to have uh, exactly yeah guitar <laughs> and sing and then the, the 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 messages too right yes and uh, God's word, God's word is like, the more I've come to know it, the more I understand, wow, it's way beyond <laughs> all that's in there. Like it's way beyond me or pretty well anyway, right? For it's sure. Fantastic book. Yeah, for sure. That's to, uh, a school where that was the center of your learning, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So what were your, some of your favorite times there at uh, Kiwaitin? We had mentioned fellowship earlier already. I think probably that's one of the bigger things was to meet um, Christians from various provinces mm -hmm. that were my age. Right. And uh, both, you know, men and women that were, were all there for the same reason. Uh, to grow and to learn and about the Bible. And that, I needed that, you know, I needed to know more about the Bible, mm -hmm. to learn more about what God says about himself, uh, but also about myself, you know, as a, as a sinful, sinful person, you know, redeemed by, by Christ. And, and so yeah. I, I just enjoyed all the courses and classes that that were there and uh, you know but you know when you're living in a relationship with a bunch of christians and believers mm -hmm. there's going to be some things that you're going to have to work out you know disagreements and <laughs> just how yeah. just how it goes yeah. in living in community but uh, it was was a real good experience for for myself yeah when your uh when your roommate uses your toothbrush without asking right yeah yeah exactly <laughs> Actually, exactly yeah that actually happened to yeah he he kept borrowing more and more of his stuff until finally like that's the last straw okay yeah my toothbrush <laughs> <laughs> the, guy, he, the guy was from california he was a surfer oh okay <laughs> <laughs> so you get these culture differences right exactly yeah right but uh, there is something special about being together for that purpose, though, isn't it? To learn. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. And uh, so you had that privilege and that, that you found that that gave you a lot of help. Yes, yeah, for sure. It and, for sure uh, did. And that's probably one of the first times I've had uh, Bill Jackson as a teacher. Okay, right. He came and taught a class, uh, some classes, two classes at that were there that and uh we had different teachers come in come and teach for three weeks or four weeks and so we had a variety of um 
teachers, which is really, really good. And Bill is Cree too, well known in that area. Yes, yeah. And, he and had, we had other mission organizations like come and share, you know, mm-hmm. in chapels and um, just to give us an understanding or an awareness that, you know, there's other mission organizations in the world ministering in different places. That was that was actually really excellent to to know and to see. Yeah, that's um, and to see that people basically believe like the basics about Christ and salvation, but then there's different approach, different for sure, yeah, perspectives and. We don't yes, all see sure. the same way, but at the same time, we have that same vision for, yeah. So you sure, saw that yeah. at Kiwaitan. Yes. Yes. And I think I heard that maybe, I don't know if it's true or not, but you might have met somebody special there too, or? Yeah, that's the first, that's probably the first time I've, I've met um, my wife oh. at, a, at a youth retreat. She brought some teenagers to come to our uh you to treat in February, mm-hmm. and that's the first time I I met her there. And uh, but it wasn't a, wasn't until after a few years after that that we became became interested in each other. And but I by that time we had both joined NCEM. Okay, okay. To be full time missionaries, yeah. So that's where you met was through that mission organization. Yes. All right. Yeah. So that's uh, so you never know right, what's gonna come your way, eh? Exactly, yeah. The blessings that God gives us. For sure, absolutely. What about your family? Have they pretty well been staying in their own like belief system, or have they been drawn towards Christ? Or I have um, two siblings that that are that I would say that they're walking with, with the Lord. Mm-hmm. Sister lives in uh, British Columbia and uh, my older brother still lives on a reserve. And so they're both, um, you know, I've made confessions and professions walking with, with Jesus. And, but the rest of my other siblings have not. How many siblings do you have? I have four brothers and I have two sisters. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. That's a yeah. Good yeah. Yeah. So. And your mother was from the same community as your dad or? Yes. Yes. They, they were both from, from the same community. Um, yeah. But their parents, their parents came from different communities. Okay. So, yeah. So the, the Cree people, uh, did they used to get together like in big groups? Uh, in the past, did you know anything about that, or? Uh, I'm I am not sure about that. Okay. Actually, um, Twin Lakes Bible Camp mm-hmm. uh, has been going on for a whole lot of years. Okay. And there would be a lot of people that you, that would come there back in the old days. Yeah. And so, perhaps there was, you know, there was that grouping. A, a lot of people coming to. I've heard like, I've read about the Algonquin and what they would do is they go out on the land in family groups, but in the yeah. spring they'd all get together in one place and have a, like every, everybody would be there. A lot of times they'd be marriages there at that, you know, uh, they would be 
all kinds of uh, communes happening there. And then after that, they would go off again to the different territories. So it was kind really, of yeah, idea of getting together, you know? Yeah. And uh, I find that really, really cool or special or like, yeah. Me, there's something about that, right? Something about For getting sure. together and. For sure. I know, I know I've been to a few communities in Northern Manitoba. Yeah. And they still, they do that. I mean, they have meetings and mm -hmm. people fly in to come to the meetings to listen to the Bible being taught. Yeah. So I still feel that's still a big thing in, you know, in First Nations the idea groups. Of gathering. Yeah. And we need that so much. Like, again, like, oh, just to repeat, sure. it's so important, you know. Yeah, for sure. What it's sometimes we find ourselves alone, right? But yeah, hard. What would you say to somebody that finds themselves like they're they're a believer? They they might be struggling and they're alone. They don't have that fellowship because mm -hmm. you know sometimes we end up that way. Right. I well, probably would say like you know, uh, to go look for somebody. <laughs> okay. To yeah. fellowship with, but um, I'm not sure if, in, if they're living in the area where there's hardly any Christians. That probably would be the hard part. Yeah. But I think even with uh, even calling somebody, talking to somebody, yeah, who's a believer, and that way you can still have fellowship. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of I'm a, like we were talked about it earlier, like how you're having online. Um, Bible studies, singing, and fellowship with your group, um, group of people that you're involved in right. on the internet. And there is like a lot of good possibilities on the internet. But oh, for sure, like Zoom, like that's a good, a good source to use. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, except for if you don't have earbuds or something like that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, because Venus is wasn't able to get on because of that, right? Yeah, but um, yeah. So I guess that's so important that yeah to ask somebody, and yeah. I, maybe that's where we get blocked, right? Sometimes we don't yeah. want. So I guess exactly. that's part of yeah, uh, yeah. I think yeah, I think um, I think we find a. Find it hard to ask for for help. Yeah, a lot of times I think it's because of our pride. We don't want to see ourselves, or we don't want people to see us as vulnerable or needing needing help. But I think sometimes you know we we need we need help. We need fellowship. And when we think about when I think about my life, that's when that's what the for me the Christian life is. Right, I have to ask God to help me. Like yeah, if I think I can do it myself, then I'm pretty much kidding myself. Like for I can sure, do, for I sure. can do things, but yeah. So that what you touched on there, very important to yeah. ask, be vulnerable, but you have to trust, right? Right. And yeah. That's hard. Like you, you shared that before. How you, how did God help you to learn to trust Him more? I think um, probably because I saw that, that I can, 
I can only go a certain way. Mm -hmm. And I recognize, you know, I can't, I, I need help. I need, um, I need somebody to, to talk to and to bounce off ideas uh, and, and so on. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I had, I had to do that. There was no other way to, to get out of, uh, I guess, whatever it was I, was, I, I struggled with when I was, especially with my pastor. I mean, uh, I, I went over to his house maybe too many times, but, <laughs> but he, uh, <laughs> but he was willing to, to give time to, to my questions. And um, so I'm really grateful for that. Well, that's one of the things you can really do, right? To yeah. Help is just to listen and exactly and time and yeah. Maybe you don't even have to have all the answers. Maybe you just you just listen. Yeah. That's powerful, isn't it? Listening. Yeah. And uh, we sometimes I think we think we have to know it, but yeah, that can get us in trouble. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. But uh, like it said in Proverbs, uh, he that hears the matter, that answers the matter before he fully hears it, it's right. folly. Right, exactly. Uh, That's a good verse. <laughs> <laughs> but to listen, like, yeah. Have you seen, have you experienced that God listens to your prayers? Yes, yes. We have as a family. Yeah, prayed for certain individuals, and then you know God answers His way. Mm, yeah, what He what He decides is is right and perfect for a situation. Then yeah, we've we've seen God answer uh, prayers, and we're so glad for that. And it really isn't like well, like we we make things pretty simple sometimes, or too simple, and we say. It, the, the Bible does say that if you ask, you'll receive. Whatever you ask right. in my name. But that doesn't guarantee that it's going to be like the way we ask it, right? Exactly. Yeah. And people sometimes, I think, uh, get tripped up by that. They think, well, God, you know, someone told me that if I just follow Christ, he'll answer all my prayer. Well, he will answer our prayers. Yeah. Right. But like if you're Job, it took, it took a while. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he went through a lot, a lot of things in his struggle and, yeah, in his losses in his life. Yeah, for sure. And yet, God was good in the end, right? He was Absolutely. Good. Yeah. So somebody that is struggling asks for help and... Yeah, because we need each other. We really yes. do. Some Absolutely. people have gifts that are like Bible teaching, so they, they just understand the Bible. Right. Easier, maybe. Yeah. Other people, gift of listening. I know it's not really one of the spiritual gifts, but listening. Yeah, for sure. Oh. For sure, yeah. You, um, you kind of became an associate with the Healing Hearts Ministry, right? Yes, we did, yeah. So what was the emphasis of that ministry? Um, because uh, Kiwetan closed down in mm -hmm. 2013, I, I think. Yeah. And we were on staff, me and my wife, 
uh, on staff at Kuwait, and I was one of the instructors, and she was a uh, secretary and mm-hmm. and did her various roles. Yeah, and um, and so we didn't know what you know what to do after our school ministry yeah. kind of closed down, and and uh, we were approached by the leadership there at uh, in Nippo and Saskatchewan of a fellowship there that, that was already there, uh, Healing Hearts Church. Mm-hmm. And um, were interested in, considered us maybe to come and check out their, the ministry and uh, to join the, the ministry that was happening in a the town there. Mm-hmm. So we, we drove, I think we went there and talked to the leadership and, you know, felt at that time to, to move there for, we, we lived there for two years mm-hmm. and uh, we um, we did uh, we shared in Bible teaching and preaching in the church and Bible study leading Bible study okay and also in mentorship with with the fellowship that was that was coming there so that was a, that was a good experience a good change for us for a time. So the the idea of God's healing for you, how would that, how would you God's healing in your life? God's healing? Yeah, God's healing. Okay. Um, I really think that um, what people have experienced in their lives causes some damage in their emotions. Mm-hmm. And I think emotions are connected to uh, what we believe, mm-hmm. and and so one of the ways in which God has healed my heart is um, I felt um, somewhat of a bit of an abandonment in my life from my own from my own father, mm-hmm. even though you know he. Wow. I mean, he, he was there. Exper- he experienced that himself. Yeah, isn't that funny? Yeah. Strange. And so, I long for that, but yet it couldn't be given by my father. He didn't know how. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. And so, but the the thing about that that is, I don't know why, but that's how I be. I saw God, my father, as as like that. Somebody who's distant, mm-hmm. somebody who's far away, somebody who's somewhat not involved in my life. And as a Christian, you know, I, even after going to Kiwit and Bible Institute and graduating through there, every now and then that would arise. The pain of that would arise, different situations. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't until after where... Brought, God brought me to a place of healing and where I had to forgive. I had to deal with forgiveness. I had to deal with unforgiveness. And uh, and God used a song called uh, How Deep the Father's Love for Us. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And then also God used the book of Isaiah to, to bring healing to my heart, to my soul, and to my mind. To come to a place of rest that, yeah, God is my heavenly father. And I could really know that for myself in my heart now. Uh, but a transition from, from 
from point A to point B was uh, was was struggle. Mm. There was tears, um, and uh, and so that's how God brought me to a place, a better place of uh, of healing. I think a lot of times the hurts that people carry, even as Christians, if they're undealt with or unhealed, uh, then if God wants, is God leading them to deal with those issues in their lives? Those mm-hmm. things can cause um, can cause a lot of issues in relationships, even in their own relationship with with God. And, and that's and so, the hard work we're talking about there. The hard work, yeah, ab- absolutely. Opening yeah. up those wounds sometimes, opening up what's yeah. going on inside, and uh, exactly, and I. Yeah, and I think uh, tied to those hurts is lies mm. that the enemy brings in, and then you you believe. For example, if something happens to a person, then Satan comes and says, "It's your fault. It's your fault." And and sometimes that's not true. And that's uh, what happened. Maybe a lot of times that's not true. <laughs> well, Job yeah. didn't. Job didn't do anything. Exactly. Wrong. But his friend exactly, yeah. did something wrong. That's why you're Exactly, yeah. His friends, his friends, yeah. yeah. His friends, and that's it. The, the, the closer the friend, the more the hurt, right? Exactly, yeah. So that is really crucial, I think, what you said there, that relationship with God, and, and the, he is very much involved, like moment Abs- moment, which is hard. Absolutely, yeah. Well, when I... One thing that I really uh, like, I understood about the Trinity, like yeah. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Yeah. But I did not understand that the time that that was like a beautiful relationship between right. like, Godhead, like, and how that's supposed to be our relationship one with another. Right. That that's pretty awesome. What do you what do you uh, glean about what do you what are your insights into the Trinity, like uh, from what you read in the Bible? Uh, I guess pretty much what you just shared there, you know, where there's this wonderful fellowship. I mean, I just right now I'm reading in, in, um, in the Gospel of John mm-hmm. and how Jesus is, you know, talking to the Pharisees and Sadducees and, and how many times throughout his conversations with them, he's, he talks about this, his father. And, you know, I'm here to do my father's will. I'm here. Me and the father are, are one. And just the, the relationship that's, that, is, that is deep and that, that is there and it's real. And uh, I guess that's something that, that comes to my mind. It's, he, he is there right now. Right. Is, Absolutely, yeah. What struck me is that it's not about me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Wow. Well, I really appreciate uh, you sharing and opening up with us mm-hmm. your, your your life. What? Yeah, you you're welcome. And uh, I really uh, appreciate it. I really enjoyed it. Yes. And, uh, maybe. Yeah, we- me too. Maybe we can talk again sometime. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. And we might even invite Venus to come in and yeah. get some earbuds. Yeah, if, if Venus is not out golfing, maybe yeah, she yeah. can. Love you, yeah. 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 Thanks, Frank. Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, you're welcome. God Bye. bless you. God yeah. bless you too.
This has been a broadcast of Arrowhead Radio, a ministry of Arrowhead Native Bible Center. You can follow us on Instagram at ANBC underscore NCEM. Look for a new episode next week wherever you find your favorite podcasts.